Welcome to the Territorial Fae Podcast, a podcast where boozy fae females discuss bookish adventures. Welcome everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode two. Today we're going to do an ACOTAR overview. I'm Alicia, your bookstagrammer. I'm Julie, the librarian. I'm Kaylee, the writer. And today we have our first guest speaker, Ashley. Yay! Hi, everyone. I'm super excited to be here. We're super excited to have you. We are. She is our uh, baker slash TikToker. Ashley, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? All right. So I enjoy baking and reading. Um, I've recently started attempting to do TikToks because my two boys are driving me insane. And we are still (laughs) locked down here in Germany. So I have to do something. Right, guys? Yep. No, No, that's really cool. Because I would say TikTok is not user-friendly, like, right away. So that's super cool that you're attempting it. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. It's it's going in the up direction, I hope. <laughs> it is. I really like all your videos. I, I think it's awesome you're doing like a review of like the whole series you're reading right now. Oh, thank you. I think I'm going to start my next one soon. I'm rereading one of my favorites right now. So I think I'll try to do that one next. What is your current read right now? What are you reading currently? Um, the Relentless series by Karen Lynch. Oh, that's cool. I haven't I heard, heard of it. Me oh, it's, it's really good. It's it's super YA, like fade to black and all that, but I absolutely <laughs> love it. It's it's so good. I have multiple signed copies. So oh. it's, uh, it's no Nesta and Cassian. That's what you're saying. No, it's no, no silver plate. No, <laughs> <laughs> not even close, but it's still really good. Awesome. So what are we all drinking tonight? Uh, I have a white wine. I can't pronounce uh, it. It's from Italy. Ooh, fancy. I have um water because I'm being extra lame tonight. So lame. Lame. <laughs> if there was like if there was like a boo button, that would be like the time. To- <laughs> I've got like, like a, rah, rah, a beep rah. button. Yeah, beepy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm drinking a white Russian, hold the vodka, so basically like chocolate milk with Kahlua. <laughs> that counts. Delicious. It's so that good. That sound good. It's and really I'm good. just drinking a barefoot uh, hard seltzer, the I love those. pineapple one. They're so good. Reminds you of your beach days before COVID. Reminds me of California beach right? days. Right? So cow. Oh, sad. I think we can go straight into talking about how we found out about the series. I think, I don't remember, I think, (laughs) that I read Throne of Glass first, and I think that I got it from the Camp Pendleton Mobile Library (laughs) in 2017. I'm sure you did. Everyone at that library is such an Akatar fan, especially Katie, who is on the bookmobile, loves Akatar, so I'm not sure. I'm sure she had like that copy out and was like pushing Probably. it on everyone. So good. I feel like I got a recommendation from the person in the bookmobile who has like blonde hair. Yes, um, that's Katie. <laughs> and she was like, "You have to read this book." And but I really think I read Throne of Glass first. 
Yeah, we'll have to do a whole nother thing on throwing a glass. Yes, I do love me some Aelin. Yeah. What about you, Alicia? Um, so uh, the artist, Andrea, uh, my friend Ange, she read Throne in the Glass and the Akatar series. And then she's like, you need to read this. And I was like, oh, okay. So I got it on my Kindle in, what was it, 2017? And I think, like, thanks to my Goodreads, because I use my Goodreads to, like, track everything. Religiously. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. for real. And I I read them, like, in a few days. Like, one book in a few days, and I instantly downloaded the next. And so I just did all the Kindle versions of the books, and then went, and I had to have them all, obviously, on with hardcover. So now I have them all on Kindle and in hardcover. So thanks to Ange for introducing me to the Akatar world. We need them signed, guys. I have one signed. The Akatar signed. I only have Crescent City and Throne of Glass signed copies. I have none of Sarah Mass signed. Zero. (laughs) Oh, I I have Crescent City signed and then I don't I have her like book tour um kingdom of ash you met her right on the book tour oh i got to see her i didn't get to go meet her i didn't my number wasn't drawn for the raffle but i did get to sit in an auditorium and listen to her talk for an hour that's That's what i did i did the auditorium one um but i didn't i didn't meet her either but it was still it was still a great event i'm still jealous i'm so jealous i'm also very jealous (laughs) you suck actually when did you first read akatar so I can't remember if either it was when I first came to your house when I was still pregnant with Theo and I was like, oh my gosh, someone finally likes the same books as me. And then you were like, read this. And then uh, I was, Alicia! I was already somehow reading it and then you just told me to read Akatar for like That's a year amazing. before I actually did. Yeah, you were reading Throne of Glass. Okay, um, I thought I was when, reading it. Yeah, when you first came over, because I had all the books, and I was like, no, no, you like these? Because I like Throne the Glass, but I'm definitely more of an Akatar girl. I was like, you need to read these. So then yeah. I loved when you would like message me at like 11 o'clock at oh night, God. and you're like, <laughs> you're like, do we like Reese? I swear we like Reese, but yeah. we can get into that later, but you're just like... <laughs> And I was like, maybe, I don't know. She wouldn't tell me anything. And I was so, I, I was glad, but I was still like, oh my gosh, I need to know. So I, I, <laughs> I devoured them super quick. I know for me, I hadn't read in a really long time, like probably years. I was in school and then I finally had like, I think I graduated. Josh was gone for work and I was like, just on BuzzFeed and it was like take a quiz of the book you should read next and I got Akutar and I texted one of my friends and I was like have you read this and she was like yeah you should read it and then I can't even remember if I got it on my Kindle I think I checked it out from the library and I completely devoured them they were so good and it was such a good book to come back to reading it really it's ruined my expectations since, but for other books, but it's so good. Yeah. That's because it's like you don't trust male characters after reading Akatar. 
No, I'm I'm so weary of all characters introduced, especially yes. first. I'm like, no. Like I think even uh Alicia was texting me. No, it was Kaylee, you were texting me if we should like yeah. talk from, from Blood and Ash. You yeah. Like, How do we feel about this? I don't I know. still don't know. No, yeah. But like I had the exact same questions like every time I started a new book series and like I just don't know anymore. I also had that experience with this book I was reading and another person in the actual author's page was like, um, is this like a Tamlin, Tamlin too? Like, can, can we like him? I was like, I agree. I'm totally getting Tamlin vibes and I almost feel bad now because like, if he's not like a Tamlin and he's actually the main character, the main love interest, I think I'm going to be real upset. <laughs> I'm gonna finish the series anyways. I I really like it. <laughs> Alicia, what were your first impressions of, of the book in general? Okay, so my first impression of this book was that I was just like totally drawn into the world and the characters, like Farah just being like pretty much a BA like the whole time. But the second half of the book with the trials and under the mountain just like really captured me because it was so like action-packed but then yeah also like kind of deep you know and you like the twists and turns with the characters and just like the whole world in general and I really I got really captured into um Sarah's writing because this is this was my first book I ever read of her writing style yeah and so I liked the way that she you know, like, she hid things. So, like, you also didn't know, like, when Tamlin calls it the blight, you know, but you don't know later on it's actually, like, you know, Amarantha being bad, you know? Yeah, like, I totally she does... pictured it as, like, a, a, a black cloud floating on the land. Yeah, like a sickness sucking <laughs> yeah. up the land, you know? <laughs> I like, totally did. I did, too. I didn't think it was, like, a person. If we're just talking about book one, like actual Akatar, I have to say that I was at first like obviously like rooting for Tamlin. Yeah. You know, I was like, yes, you love him. Why are you leaving? You know? <laughs> like, like You're so nice him. about it. I was over here like, you stupid bitch. Why are you leaving him? Go back. You're such an idiot. <laughs> and then she goes back and like, I'm like, what are you doing? You love him. Go after him. Dude, the biggest bombshell for me in that whole book was finding out that Nesta went to find her. Yeah, that was very surprising. I think, and I think people forget that, especially when you end up like in book four and you're so mad at her. But I think. Well, she's a bitch. She is. She she is. She definitely has the personality of like a cactus, basically. (laughs) (laughs) But. I think that was a really big moment, you know, because I, I don't know. And the fact, well, and honestly, we should have known, like, she was strong-willed then and there when she broke a High Lord's spell on her, High yeah. Lord's hammer yeah. on her, and she was just a little human, basically. Guys, she yeah. and Cereal are kind of alike. I just, like, made that comparison in my brain. Yeah. The cereal, because I picture the cereal as, like, a, am I saying that correctly? Cereal, yeah. I just picture him as like a kind of creeping through the the forest type thing. And then I just pictured Nesta like creeping through trying to get to (laughs) Feyre. 
So what, Julie, what was your first impression of the book? I think, um, and I was just thinking about it right now, I believe this was the first fantasy book I had ever really read. No I mean, way. I mean, like Harry Potter, I guess, but that's just more straightforward of like wizards and yeah. witches. And then, I mean, I'd read like Hunger Games and I mean, Vampire Diaries and Twilight, but I think like having like and mm-hmm. um and then definitely as you read more Sarah J. Mass and especially when you get to Crescent City, there is so many more creatures introduced. Like I don't even think I knew what Fae were when I started this series. And it's funny because I recommend it to people and they like talk about fairies. They think of like Tinkerbell and I'm like, no, no, oh god, no. Right. <laughs> um so I think like going into like a totally new magical world was really was really never I'd never read anything like that and that's amazing yeah it was it was super fun and I completely loved it I had no I did not see any of the twists coming because everything I had read before had been pretty straightforward there were no you know like there were no riddles that you needed to solve to get out of (laughs) death (laughs) <laughs> nothing besides like harry potter going through the maze when they he gets like the riddle but like that was it you know like i don't know like i never knew like amarantha was a thing like i had no predictions and i think it's definitely changed my reading moving forward now when i read a new book i'm like looking for everything and like what could this possibly mean is there foreshadowing <laughs> um yeah, because yeah, you so never I know with really Sarah. You don't. You really don't. With Queen Mass, it's like you never know what a small detail might be a big thing later on in the series. You really like, don't. So you try to remember everything now when it comes to her books. I think yeah. I remember my mom like texting me as she was reading the first book because um, she's a huge Sarah Mass fan as well. Um, but I, I And when the riddle part happened, I think she was like, it's is she serious right now? Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> because we're very into the Fae world. We all, I mean, you said this was the first really Fae book you've ever read. And, and that's so like, I, I wish I could remember the feeling of, of diving into that world for the first time. I feel like it would be such an amazing feeling, but I feel like I've always known about that. Cause that's just always been the kind of things that I've read. So yeah. I just think I that feel like you, you've so read the amazing. Hobbit, too. Hobbit yeah. is definitely like high fantasy, like that's true. invented fantasy, not like invented fantasy, but like right. But basically world, basically we're going to say he did. Cause Tolkien is a God. <laughs> he he has I didn't even know like I play D&D and I didn't even know D&D started based off Tolkien's world like people wanted to play in yeah. his world and then because it's amazing I mean it's such a fantastic way to escape reality and then you know can you imagine the world building that has like what is in these authors brains I like, think that all the time it is crazy like what is happening like I will just have to go into a little, like, side area. I watch Sarah's uh, live episodes all the time. And my husband's like, she's a little, he he calls her weird, right? And I'm like, but baby, because she believes in, like, or she she really likes um, the gems and, like, crystals and, like, charging them by the moon. And I was like, baby, how can you not 
believe in that stuff can you do you know what she creates in her mind if she can create all that in her mind how can you not think that she will she believes in that the moon gives energy to what the earth produces you know like i was like come on your her mind is so open these authors minds are so full of so much wonder and like thought of what and possibilities that it's like yeah it's just so it's crazy it is but it's also like terrifying because when you have an imagination like that your brain can think of some of the craziest things (laughs) to freak you the hell out I'm just like over here um in the middle of the night wake up from a dead sleep like oh my god what 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 no y'all it's it's ridiculous it's the things that your brain that your brain thinks of I think it makes anxiety so much worse (laughs) (laughs) so Ashley I know that you read a lot of like I don't is it paranormal when it comes to like werewolves and vampires and stuff was the like fey world going into Akatar like do you read fey too or was that a new world I I do read quite a bit of fey also so I but each author has their own take on it and Mm -hmm. so it's just so interesting to like compare and contrast like this world to that world or like oh I like how this world does that and that one does this and it's just so fun I I truly enjoy it it's it's great I mean so what was your first impression of Akatar? Um, well, you should know. I texted you, like, every five minutes. <laughs> I was hooked from, like, chapter one. I, I could not put it down. My husband would, oh, my gosh. I would just be, like, bawling my eyes out and like, random parts. And my husband would come in, and he'd be like, are you kidding me? I was like, just go away. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> just leave. Don't look at me. <laughs> just leave. It's like, you're not Reese. You don't know. You're not Tamlin. Get out of here. <laughs> I I loved it. I, it was such a great escape, and it it really hits on every emotion that you know you have. Yeah. yeah. So, who was your favorite character from? We're just focusing on Akatar, I yeah. guess, in this episode. Yeah. So, goodness. I mean, probably Feyre because you know we follow the book through her eyes and I feel like I always just kind of get attached to who I'm reading from kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But yep. Um, I think I loved Reese from that first meeting and I feel like I need therapy for saying that, but oh, I'm with you there, girl. <laughs> I you know, that first meeting at, um, I- I'm, I'm probably going to butcher the saying this of this Kalamai, Kalamai. Yeah, I, I think Calamari. that's how you say it. Yeah, yeah, when he saves her from those two um, assholes that are trying to eat her. Yeah. Like the, and he's like, I've been waiting on waiting. her for so long. And then he Thank you for finding her for me. Right? <laughs> and it's just like... <laughs> yeah, same. I really loved him in that. But I think Feyre was my favorite as well. Just because I'm, I'm such a, a female character-centered person. I always want to root for the girl always but you know feminism <laughs> <laughs> i think like pharaoh is probably my favorite too i i think she she frustrated me a little because i was like oh what are you doing why are you, you know? stupid yeah. yeah like why are you making that decision but i also have to say that lucian or lucian i don't know how we all say it is it lucian? i say lucian 
I think I, I say both. I, say, I think Lucian. I say both as well. I've heard both. That's, okay. I, I say Lucian. So um but I think I I really enjoyed him in this book because he was just like so sassy. Yeah. And, yeah. And he was he wasn't very nice, but like he he grows right like he, he grows in this mm-hmm. and throughout the whole series he honestly grows but um he definitely was a character that i really enjoyed in the first book too because he was so sassy and and blunt about how his feelings were he didn't like beat around the bush and you learned a lot from him because he was so blunt I think I like that, but also I have a really hard time separating him from him in the rest of the book. And after meeting the Bat Boys, he's just not enough for me. (laughs) We'll have to dive into him later because I have like some, I have, I can like go on a soapbox with Lucian because. I know. (laughs) He's done a lot. I was like, saying. but like, what if Lucian grew up with the bad boys? Could you imagine? Oh, that would be the best. Oh he, he would have fit in so perfect. Like, if he, like, because he's so sassy. He's, he he's, he's sassy. He's kind of a dick. Um, yeah, I a little bit. He would have fit in perfectly. Like, I know now, like, it's a weird, he can't fit into their inner circle. It's just too weird right now. But, like, yeah. if, like, if Reese, befriended him instead of like Tamlin when they were younger right like yeah I agree I think I think that would be fantastic but I think he was so nurtured in the autumn court and so and then and then afterwards by Tamlin that he really doesn't know what it means to be a good friend so I struggle with that because I am all about defending my friends, being behind. I'm like Farah, you know, or Risa and Dita. I will, I have their back, even if they're wrong. I, I'm going to have your back, period, regardless. I will tell you in private that you're wrong. <laughs> but in public, I have your back 24-7. You never have to doubt that in any way, form, or fashion. And if you but he trouble, does. I'm there. He does with Tamlin, though. Like, he does. With Tamlin, yeah, and that's what causes the issue. He's in a poor choice. Of I know, but, <laughs> but you can't say, Tamlin please tell me that you didn't get a soft side towards Tamlin in book one. Yes, I did. In book one, I was like, "Oh, he's saving her." But then, I did too. I was oh, like, oh. "I was all kinds of mushy in book one for Tamlin." Yeah, but then you know, I just freaking Queen Mass. Okay, just make I us know. question our feminism over here and be like. <laughs> it's like well she doesn't realize what an abusive relationship she's in until she's in a good one and then I think that's so relatable to real life where you're like there are so many females in the world that don't realize that they're in a shitty relationship because they're in the thick of it and because they think this is the nicest person this person is the best that they're nicer to me than anybody ever has been in my entire life and I'm so lucky to have them and then it just becomes a little bit of taking pieces of you away and a little bit more and a little bit more until you're locked in a freaking house (laughs) well I think in the in the book one it was like he wasn't as bad obviously as as book two yeah Um, but I think he was laying the groundwork he was but, but she was also human in book one 
So we see that and we're like, okay, he sees that she's a human and he's trying to protect her because to, to them, she was weak. She was like a piece of paper they could rip through. True. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, I'm going to say it. I think if if I was taking myself back to book one and never had read book two, I would say I liked Tamlin. I, I mean, I'm not going to yeah. say yeah. No, I did too. Yeah. Like he probably, he probably was my favorite character because yeah. I – Definitely wanted them together. I thought Reese was a total creep. I was like, get this. I love him. But it was like one of the first books that I had read where I was like, okay, first love interest who was introduced. That's that. That is my ship. Yeah. That's the ship I'm on. And I was like, even like in Calamai or Calamine, whatever it is. um, Yeah. The orgy party Tamlin was throwing. (laughs) (laughs) When Reese showed up, I was like, ugh, okay, great. Now go find Tamlin, okay, because I know he's out there somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, great. And then we, like, showed up in the hallway scene and it's like, you made me look for you. Like, I was like, yes, this is this is my ship right here. Um, I loved Tamlin. And I think that's why when I recommend it to people and people talk about Tamlin, I hype him up like he is the best guy ever. <laughs> You, I want, trickster. I want people to feel the disappointment and like. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's, that's really so good cool. that you do that though, because people need to feel that. I think. Oh my God. Yeah, and I, think, and I just recommended it to a friend recently. She just finished the whole series, um, and so I, I have to do it all over again. Pretend that I love Tamlin, which is so icky, but. Um, you you are mischievous. Yeah, I'm just trying to, to gut your friends out here. <laughs> I, I have to, I have to play it up, and I'm like, Ugh, no, Reese is weird. Ugh, he's so. Good. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Reese. I love you. I would never. He's, say- I have to say, he was a villain. He was a villain in the first book when he came in, like, at the dinner scene. Yeah. You know, when he, like, takes control of her mind and makes Tamlin beg on his knees. Like, I I hate that I loved that. I (laughs) don't hate that I love that, guys. I'm a villain girl. I mean, I love Loki. I'm not going to play any games over here. I'm a villain girl. I think, though, too, like, and when you read book two um, and you find out about, like, the history between Reese and Tamlin, like, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, and you feel bad. I feel like you, ha- you have to really get that experience. And I think to get that experience, you have to really think Tamlin has no flaws in book one. That he yeah. Has. Yeah. He's the savior. Yeah. And that's just not realistic. And I think people right. do make mistakes. And I do think Tamlin is – gonna have a redemption arc somewhere i do too i I hope so like him but i don't know he had a mini one in book three but i think he is turn his life around but like i think i was saying the other week he's Faye. he could throw this pity party that he's having for like the next hundred years yeah even be a thing in his lifespan no he's a feral beast right now like And uh, I think he needs to sit that. I think he needs to get his priorities together. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so moving on to favorite scenes, pre-trials. So before we get under the mountain, hmm. what was everybody's favorite scene? I think first. for me, it's the star It's the star pool. It's either, you know, when they go. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that is I... such a good scene. I always like just try to picture of what it's like, how the water feels. Does it even feel like water? 
Like it's such a beautiful scene. Yeah. Like, this is like my first like fantasy. So like my imagination kind of went wild at imagining that. And yeah. I do not have an imagination. <laughs> um, mine's sad. Um, I really like when I th- is it the bog that can turn into things that make you think you know, make you think, make you see things that you're not really seeing. Was I that- think so. Like think- it, it can change its shape, right? When or whatever thinks she sees her father. Oh, and oh. she runs out of attention. It would. That was such a heart-breaking scene, and I, I just, I just love it. But then you get a um, a little bit later, you get a little more information about that scene. Um, when she can actually, after the Starfall Lake, she can actually see the Fae. And she was like, oh, great. I had a huge audience as I was trying to run out to the <laughs> bog that was looked like my father. There were so many people out there. Right. Um, that's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, super embarrassing. But I feel like it's such, a, it's such a growing moment. You know, she was so ignorant of all things Fae that for her, that was, that was a learning moment. Um, she grew at that point she started to question things that she saw and she thought she knew and I think that that really helped her later under the mountain yeah I think my favorite scene is also a sad scene um it's not a very good scene but it's when Tamlin brings in that like blue fairy that had its oh its wings ripped off that was a that was a good scene it really was phenomenal it's an important important scene first she came and she you know like she went down and she held this fairy's hand right you know through it all and she wasn't scared and it was the first time like she wanted to be there for like a fairy so like I don't know that scene was just very um it's like one yeah it's just a really good scene that kind of sticks yeah. with me. I That's- like the the poem or like it's like the prayer poem like the oh good, yeah yeah the milk and honey like the land of milk and honey I don't know it's right. really beautiful. Doesn't doesn't Tamlin say something like why would you do that for a fae and she's like well I would want somebody to do it for me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ashley, your favorite pre-trial scene? Um, okay, so I read the book super fast, and I feel like I need to do a reread and, like, highlight everything so I know <laughs> what comes where in the book because it's all just, like, a blur, an amazing blur. Um, <laughs> is – does she catch the cereal The cereal before? Yeah, yeah. yeah I love that part. I, I, I really liked it, and I like how Lucian, like, kind of – oh what a dick i know but i liked it like i think she needed to do it for her and he gave her the tools to do it right and she was a human what yeah yes she is a ba yeah yeah i'm not the only one swearing are we not allowed to swear i got a beat button guys I, 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 I what a to. bad bitch what a yeah for real such a bad i was ass. just making sure i wasn't supposed to do that well, I, I was you unsure. guys know i have a bad mouth i do too i can't help myself 50 cents in the spare jar right <laughs> you broke bitch you better just put a hundo in there <laughs> we're just gonna hear in the background hey don't say that <laughs> uh, yeah that's why yeah. i i try not to cuss because my daughter yells at me every time i do it's only when you say <laughs> If you say like any other word, she's like totally immune to it. But when you say shit, she's like, don't say that word. 
I said something earlier. I was like, oh, son of a bitch. And Jack goes, don't, he goes, don't say a bitch. Nobody's a bitch, mom. And I was like, Shit. that sounds like something Tyler would do too. <laughs> Mommy, we're not allowed to say shit. You need to stop <laughs> saying shit. <laughs> How many times can you throw that in the sentence for me? <laughs> like, just, just, just one more. Oh my goodness. Jacob is like, you have to stop cussing so much. And I'm like, but it's so funny when he says it. <laughs> oh He's using it mom of the year right here. <laughs> I don't even care, dude. It's words. Who made cuss words bad? <laughs> They're just bad. like synonyms for other words, right? They are. Exactly. Poop, bitch, a bitch is female a female dog. dog. You know. Right. We can't say female dog? No. <laughs> Goodness. Female dog. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, okay. back on track. I also, back. I also think an honorable mention scene, just for me, because again, I think it's when she gets drunk on the fairy line. <laughs> oh. And Tamlin's like playing, like, I don't know. Playing like, the fiddle. Yeah, the fiddle I like the fiddle. That was my other my other favorite part but again i couldn't remember if it came before i, or after. <laughs> I just imagine like the sun being so pretty and her just, yeah like, being really free and dancing with like, and his <laughs> sleeves rolled up sweating when we yeah. loved him yeah. like i would fall in love with him in that scene Same. Just, so would i just, like such a happy i think we all did guys yeah. stop talking that you love tamlin again it's never gonna i, I think that's but I think mm. that's the scene where, like, or probably like, the only scene where he really, like, let her be free because Lucian was yeah. like, don't drink, you need to sit down, blah, blah, blah. And Tamlin was like, let her go, let her have a good time, let her yeah. enjoy this. And But I think that's, like, really the only moment that he had with her. I don't think he ever had another moment like that with her. Well, and because she was human at that point, um, I think that he thought that he could probably control her, you know, any any other aspects of her. He allowed her to have that freedom. So that bothers me, too, because he, as, you know, someone who's a manipulative narcissist, that's typical, you know, I'll allow you to have this little freedom. Yeah. Or no, I, think I-, he, I think maybe he was just because it was his... His, his party, party, you know, and he had control of the situation. Yeah, that's true. He had, you con- know, but he, he had, had control. control. I think yeah. it's like a glimpse into what could have been. Could be. Yeah. 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 Agreed. I mean, and I think that is, but that's the life he wanted. He wanted to be a magician. He wanted to yeah. have this freedom. He and never maybe- wanted to be the High Lord. He didn't. And honestly, yeah. under the mountain, I mean, no one can deny the fact that he loves her. Like he I does. think he does. He in wouldn't have way. saved her. He wouldn't have saved her in book three at or was it book two or book three? Book three. Um, um he, he did he, he did love her. He yeah, he does. Like, and that's even Reese says in book three, like he still loves you after the High Lord um meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, but like he like he does. And I think that scene obviously or I think that scene is the scene that like Tamlin starts to fall in love with her, like yeah. for real, and because they they it's like one glimpse where they like you said can be themselves, right? You know, like they can really be happy, and and they could have. I mean, Tamlin just has to work. I think he didn't have any good examples being raised. You know what I mean? He didn't have any loving, solid relationships, so he doesn't really know how to have those. 
I think his mom probably. I know we don't know about her much, but I know he said like he loved his mom. I think his right. dad mm-hmm. was cold and cruel. And his as brothers. Well as, as his brothers were mm-hmm. just so awful. But I think I think if Tamlin like never was High Lord and just could have had the life he wanted. And yeah. maybe honestly knowing Tamlin and what we see now, like he's probably just still bitter about it. Yeah. Doing this job with such an attitude and just like I could have had this life instead. Kind of the same way he's acting like with Vera. He's just being a brat about it instead yeah. of like, hey, he's, you know what? We're going to make the best out of this. He's throwing a tantrum. That's he pretty is. much what he is. He's doing. Yeah, that's what he is. Okay, what was so. favorite um, trial scene or ending? Oh, we're all going to have the same one. I know. We already talked about it. We are. We're going to have the same one. It's the freaking she's building a trap. Yeah. Yeah. Or when she throws the bone at Amarantha. Amarantha. Freaking. Mm-hmm. No, it's it, she's rubbing this mud all over her. And everybody are like, what? Everybody's like, what's it doing? And Reason goes, she's building a trap. He's the, the only he's just one like, oh, my God, noticed. she's so smart. I know, and I'm. I just get chills because I'm like. I just got goosebumps. I love you. (laughs) I think in that too is when only one person bet on her to win, and it was. Mm -hmm. And I just feel him like whenever you know, like probably at the end of that, and they're like, "Oh, let's see who won the betting pool." And Reese like wins. I could just see him having such a smug grin. Yep. Oh yeah. And looking at him, and him just like going to collect whatever. He won, he's, but I just see him he's being like, so <laughs> yeah, like you know he was arrogant as yeah. A, well, he's he, arrogant all the time anyway. Like that he scene was, doesn't even exist, but I just want to say that's like my favorite scene that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say one of my other favorite scenes during the trial or under the mountain are the scenes when Reese visits Farah's. Fera, so, sorry. Cell? Yeah. Yes. Because, like, first, he, you, I know that he's making her mad to, like, get her out of slums. Like, I know that he's also a dick. Like, yeah. So, obviously, he's, he's being a dick. But, like, my all time favorite is when he comes in and he just sits on the ground and he's like, I just need peace for, right? like, 10 minutes. And you don't know that, like, he just had a service, Amarantha. You don't right. know that he thinks, like, he's the one falling apart. Like, you don't know that yet. But, like, he chose her cell. Queen Of man. all places okay, queen to man. go to. Like, you what? know? But, like, and, yeah. it was, like, the first time you saw real Reese in, in that book. And, like, you're, like, oh, wow, what, okay, what is happening? He's, like, being honest and real and, and like, sincere right now. And yeah. I just really liked that scene because it was very – he was very vulnerable in it. I like that he sought her out. He did not know, obviously, that they were mates at that point. But he sought her out for peace before yes. he was Faye. I mean, before he knew they were mates, he sought her out when he needed – a little bit of peace, just a minute, a little bit of grace. And I, I thought that was so cool. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was Amazing. a good scene. I think a lot of people, like, I think, like, for me, I was very, 
I was still skeptical, but I know like when a lot of people who I've recommended the book to like read that scene, they're like, wait, is he nice? Is he a good guy? And I'm just like, this is hurting. But I think that is a big turning point in Reese's character for sure. Yeah. Well, I, you I totally get everybody. that at the end when oh, he's the only one fighting. You know, like when she is freaking about to die, die, and, yeah. and he tries like, to grab the like the knife, and he's trying to crawl to her. He like, doesn't even mates but there's some primal instinct in him and that just destroys me like there's I don't know there's no way you you can deny that Reese is something other than what he pretended to be the rest of the book at that moment Mm -hmm. and can we please take note that Tamlin literally sat there and did nothing the complete trials under the mountain yes nothing would please me more well, and like I was just saying, like, you know he had time alone when Amarantha was with Reese. Hello? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he didn't even try. Reese for like five minutes, let's just be real, okay? Like, she was probably with Reese a while. Like, why didn't he try <laughs> <laughs> to go into the cells or send someone or I don't even know. Send a note for all thing well, he did right send a doodle uh, that's a good point a doodle <laughs> a sketch <laughs> do they have edge sketches back then like <laughs> draw a I heart heart you <laughs> literally like uh. also, I think this scene and i i feel like this scene still makes me feel like slimy and gross mm-hmm. i don't know why but it's when um it's the last trial and she like confesses her love to tamlin and is like like, like Amaranth is like any last words and she's like I love you blah 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 I don't even know what she says but like then you realize that she was speaking to the adder in disguise like because Tamlin was the- <gasps> yes you know what I'm talking about yes but oh because he was one of the people yeah and so she like said all these like romantic things to the adder and I'm just like Ugh. like it's just so I don't know I, I hate that I hate that scene. It still makes me feel icky. I don't know why. I didn't even think about it like that. I I say it a tour. It's gross. A tour, adder. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I think I say adder too. Uh, What? I'm going to have to like look it up. (laughs) Is it in the back of the book? What are you doing? Like a sounded out guide? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Mispronouncing like a Sarah J. Mass characters, I feel like is part of the whole reading like culture. Yeah. <laughs> How does she come up with these words? I don't Dude, even that's know. That's what I want to know. I don't even know. Like, they girl, don't... do you just go to sleep at night and you like wake up and you be like, I have a new word? Because she... she said sometimes they're based off of like legends or like mythology, like old folk tales and. Yeah, folklore. I know some of it is not all of it. I was gonna say, is it like from what her her baby tries to say? Just it sounds like a word. <laughs> like she just takes it from the babble. Like I don't know how else she would come up with them. Honestly, right. I'm googling a tour, guys. <laughs> a tour? A tour. I'm like, a tour. I'm like, what tour are you talking about? It would be like a t t e r, right? Probably, it would, but... it would, yes. 
Oh, okay. I mean, at Tor. At Tor. That's how you say it in your that face. That takes too long to say in your head, though. <laughs> at Tor. Adder's faster. Tor. Whatever. He's gross. That, yeah, that he's character gross. is gross. Yes, I feel, I feel like, and maybe that scene like sticks out in my head because I'm like, oh god, that's so embarrassing for her. <laughs> but he gets what he deserves. He does. Did he? I don't even. Did he die? Yeah, he did die. You're right. Farrah, Farrah like personally killed him. Water wolves, guys. That was that was favorite. the coolest. We're not so, there yet, but that was my favorite part in all the books combined. So, Kaylee, I know that you have a thing with, like, second-hand embarrassment. embarrassment. I do. Right. I do. So, how did you feel reading the second trial when she couldn't read and she had to rely oh on Oh, my God. I was... I was Reese I was to... flushed. You guys, I was like, flushed and, like, fanning myself the whole time. I was like, this bitch... I just can't. I cannot do this right now. And freaking Lucian, I didn't even. I liked him, but I didn't love him. He's over there about to get smushed today. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I was like, I'm. I'm gonna be sad if this dude gets smushed in front of his mama. Okay, like, come on. I mean, honestly, I I can read, but if Amber had me three riddles to solve, I would need Reese's help too. I would opt for it, anyways. <laughs> me too. Okay. I mean, Can I'm I start making friend. up riddles for you guys. Gosh, Could I, you not? I would lose. I would die in a heartbeat. I am not good. At I riddles. did not even finish the freaking riddle in the book before I was like, "It's love." Yeah, I, it, it was very. Um, I was like, "This." What, it's like, come on, Farah. This. I I'm so oh, bad at it. Like, I would so like to too. pretend. That I've gotten better, but it hasn't. It hasn't. I feel like y'all were stressed out. Like you were reading this and you were stressed out, and that's why you didn't get it. Let and me okay, tell you, I just reread the these books this year, and I don't even think I remembered the riddle during my like <laughs> seventh reread. <laughs> like that's how bad I am. You were like, oh yeah, what was that answer? Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, yes, love, right? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just write it, and your margins are making no. <laughs> Don't forget. I oh, legitimately it's love. like this bitch is not gonna not get this for real. But she didn't. And then she's dying and she goes, love. love. But the story would have been so boring if she just guessed it. You're right, it would have. But also she was we gotta remember that homegirl was not educated. She didn't go to school. That's she didn't true. know how to read. And I gotta, I gotta try to give her a little bit of grace. Sometimes I don't want to because she's real stupid. But she could survive. <laughs> she is a survivor. Yeah, absolute definition of survivor. no. She is like hands down a survivor. She and Nesta both. They're both okay, survivors. So, yeah, okay, but would Nesta lived without Feyre? Bitch. <laughs> I think I she like would have lived on trial. those trials. She would have sat her ass on the floor and have been like, no, I'm not your source of entertainment. Right? <laughs> she would have. She would have survived on spite alone. Yeah, I mean, but she, she could do that herself. in Silver Flames anyway. She sat on her ass and did nothing like yeah, while Cassian was like, let's train. Yeah, yeah. she did. Sorry, she side did. note on <laughs> Nessa. But... Uh, spoiler okay. alert. That's <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that so, makes me um, love the hate. The third trial, let's talk about that real fast because could you 
like could you have done it could you have stabbed two innocent phase in the heart to save yep. everybody else yep like oh, i mean yet yeah, to save Damn. everybody I, yes yes but like yes, apparently <laughs> y'all are all like i don't know and i'm like yep i mean <laughs> if i had to i guess I'm a terrible person <laughs> Damn. I just hope we're never in that point. Like, I watch too much Handmaid's Tale, guys. I mean, <gasps> I mean, but if it was like, obviously two. Pe- I, mean, I mean, two people, two that's, people that's... for everybody. Yes, I what would think that child? if I was one of, oh, Kaylee, why Handmaid's Tale, man? <laughs> I yeah. If it was my kid, sorry, everybody, you're done. Yeah. I think if I was her, you know, like, it's not, I know this sounds bad, but she's, like, a hunter. It's not, like, the first time she's, like, taken life in general. Yeah. Like, it's, like, human life and, like, animals life, but, like, she had done that before. I don't know. I guess if you're, I don't know. Probably if you're that desperate, I guess, I guess I could. I mean, I'm like, not saying I wouldn't be sad about it, but I, yeah, I'd be like, I'm for sorry. For all of humanity. Yeah. If yeah. I was the one at the at the edge of the blade, I would be like, do it. Do it for myself. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, like, because I know it was two, like, fey children, I believe. No, but, it like, wasn't children. They were just young. There was uh, one young fey and then one female. And then the third was Tamlin. But they weren't they weren't children. If they were children, I'd probably be like, "Fuck y'all, y'all gonna die." Yeah, I guess they were just young. I guess I'm when not I killing kids. When I pictured young, I just didn't want them. I just remember reading that part. I was like, "Oh God, please don't let this be Alice's." Like that's what I thought oh. too. That's what I was like. Oh my gosh, that would be I, horrific. I <laughs> thought it was gonna be because Alice talked about her two grandkids and there's yeah. two over bags. and over. It popped up, so I was like, "Oh no." Yeah, I was so nervous, and it wasn't. But that I think that would have broken my heart a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That would have been um, hard. Yeah, but I mean, if it was if it was me at the edge of the blade, I totally would be like, do it for everybody else because, I mean, as a parent, you think you know you want the world to be a better place for your children, but even not as a parent, you you see all of the children in the world, and you think you want the world to be a better place for them for everybody to save everyone so i would i would like to believe that reese was like at least took away their pain in that moment (gasps) i never thought of that he probably did he did that quite frequently yeah yeah and i know it's never like talked about really like i know like they talk about their nightmares but i would i would like to believe that he was. I don't think he would feel comfortable yeah. watching that scene either. Yeah. He should have took over her mind and did it for her. Yeah. Oh, that's... Mm. Mm. That would be the question yeah. I would ask Sarah. I'd be like, did Reese take away their, their pain? Yeah. That would definitely be a question. I'd have to know. I feel like he is. I'm going to tell myself he did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell myself he did too because he took away... Um, Claire's pain. So yeah. Sorry, guys. My dogs needed me. They came out and they were like, "Hi, mom." 
Hi, babies. It's okay. My cat's been a total nightmare, like walking over my computer. <laughs> cats <laughs> are assholes. They are, and you can't tell them to stop. They don't listen. No. No, they don't. They're stubborn. They do what they want when they want. Yeah. But All she right, loves when I'm on like Zoom calls, so she won't leave me alone. I don't know what it is. She needs attention. She needs everybody on the Zoom calls to see her and love her. That's what it is. So, wrapped up. I mean, I feel like we all, y'all all like Tanlin better than I do. <laughs> but I don't hate him. I really don't. I I feel like there's a good kernel in there somewhere far, far buried, far beneath. Um, and Feyre is a badass she's amazing even as a human she she conquered the fey world she became their hero she was everything that they needed the the darkness and the light within her i think and that's something i really admire about um sarah's characters that she lets darkness shine with their light and she's let them be ashamed of that and you know that's I, a good I, way of, sorry, sorry go ahead. <laughs> no that is a really good way of putting it and i think it's such an important thing because there makes her characters relatable yeah wonder too like you just mentioned that like it was a human who saved the bay mm-hmm. and you find out later that you know there was this war and all this stuff and there is like kind of like this prejudice against humans and fey that i wonder if it changed the world's perspective of humans of like uh, like, like the phase perspective yeah humans? i think maybe some of them but so many of them are so prejudiced i mean look at autumn court they're like i mean i think it was a start though yeah I mean, they agreed all, it was a start so i don't know all i know is this book got me hooked on on queen mass like now she is like my favorite author and I am down for as many books as she wants to write in this series. So. Agreed. Agreed. And novellas, you know, even a yeah, few yeah. paragraphs per <laughs> once a week would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what that's not picky. That's so funny because she was saying, and um, was it maybe an Instagram live? There was a small portion of last book that she had to take out because it was from Reese's perspective, and she was like, "I can't just." throw it out you know it's been Nessa's perspective this whole time and I can't just throw Reese's perspective into there and um what is Sarah no what's her friend's name Steph she was like hey release it in like a uh like a bonus or a uh a pre-order campaign or something like right girl whatever you got to write we will read it Mm -hmm. yeah we will read anything yeah I wish she had like an alias like and she like posted it on like AO3 or something and you don't even know it's her (laughs) (laughs) all right ladies so we're gonna wrap up our episode here um thanks for coming out Ashley and being a guest on our Akatar overview thanks for having me I'm so happy I got to talk to you guys about this again for like the 50th time (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we'll hear from you again in future episodes so 
Uh, thanks everybody for listening and we hope you turn tune in uh next week for our next episode. <laughs> <laughs>